AM Radio Punjab, live from our studio in Seattle. If you've tuned in, thank you so much for joining us and welcome. If you're new to Tamina Talks Immigration, this show is all about immigration. And for the next 25 minutes, you are with me. If you have questions and comments, you're very welcome to call us. If you've joined us from California, thank you so much. It's so lovely to be with you this morning. Um, this show is being simultaneously aired um, in Seattle at 12.50 a.m. as well as 15.60 a.m. As well as California, Fresno, 6.20 a.m., Sacramento, 12.10 a.m. and Bakersfield, 6.60 a.m. My name is Tamina Watson and I am your host for the next 25 minutes. This show airs every Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Please do spread the word and tune in. If you do miss the show live, then the show will be archived on our iTunes podcast. So you'll be able to uh, listen and learn about the issues we speak about. Um, today later on. If you have friends and families that you uh, want to make sure they know about immigration and they can call in, please let them know. The number at the studio is 425-530-1250. Twitter handle for me is Tamina Watson. That's at Tamina Watson. So please follow me. The Facebook page for the show is Tamina Talks Immigration. And join 10,000 other listeners and viewers so that you can know what's going on in the show and be interactive. And subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and CastBox or anywhere else that you find your podcasts. If you are new to Tamino Talks Immigration, I was born in Lo- uh, born in London, UK. I lived in Bangladesh for a while, sami and I got married to an American, and that's how I moved here in 2005 and started practicing in 2006. If you need immigration help, the phone number at my law firm, Watson Immigration Law, is two zero six two nine two five two three seven. And the email address at my law firm is info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. I can help you with all your immigration needs that are business immigration, family immigration, investment immigration. Uh, That's H-1Bs, E-2s, TNs, O's, R's, P's, green card applications, anything else. And the hottest topic in our South Asian community is EB-5s. I can help you with that. And in fact, tune in and stay tuned because we have a guest calling in today to talk about EB-5 issues particularly. So this show started uh, two years ago, right here on 12.50 a.m. And if you are new to the show, please uh, know that this is the 90th show today. So I am so proud to have lasted uh, this long. (laughs) And all of the shows can be found on iTunes. Um, You know, we will talk a little bit about news updates and we will have an interview with somebody called Pete Chase. He is in Washington State and he can talk uh, a a little bit more about some of the issues that are uh, Um, uh, concerning our South Asian community today and um, the EB-5 particularly. So you can learn a little bit more about that. If you want to know a lot more about me and uh, the website and the the things that I work on, you can learn more about that at our website, watsonimmigrationlaw.com. That's www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. So news updates, lots of news updates. Um, H4 EAD, I know that is the biggest thing on your minds um, these days, as well as the H1B backlog and what can you do with your future. But H4 EAD, we know, is on the chopping block. We just haven't had the final rule yet. But this morning, Bloomberg News reported that the Department of Homeland Security told the federal court yesterday that the final proposed rule to rescind the H-4 EAD is almost on its way to the Office of Management and Budget. 
Now that means it's on its last leg in its process to actually be published. So watch out, that is going to come out soon. The DHS had promised it was going to be released in June and we're right here on May at May 25th. So that's just a few days away from June. So it's coming. And if you have questions and comments, um, you're very welcome to contact me at info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. So much to talk about. If you... um, uh, follow the startup visa, something that is very close to my heart. Um, Those of you have followed me regularly and learned uh, a lot about the startup visa, followed my blog, you will know that I worked really, really hard over the last several years with the previous um, White House, uh, actually. And the result was something called the International Entrepreneur Rule. The International Entrepreneur Rule is the closest that we have come to a startup visa in this country. And it was made final uh, just days before President Obama had left office and the start date was supposed to be summer of 2017. However, this particular administration put a halt to that. They delayed the rule. There was litigation on it. And the um, the thought that the administration had put out was that they were going to rescind the international entrepreneur rule, just as they are um, uh, saying that they will do for H4EAD. And sadly, Today was the day that the rule was finally published, essentially saying that we intend to revoke the international entrepreneur rule. So read the blog, my blog at Watson Immigration Law, so you can find the rule itself. The reasons for the rescission are really terrible, in my opinion. They basically say... um, the existing visa categories are sufficient. And if you know anything about me, you will know that I've written about this extensively, uh, why we need a startup visa. And I have a book about it. The book can be found on Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles and various other uh, book outlets. So please buy the book, read it carefully so that you can understand why a startup visa is necessary. And you can formulate your own arguments about why uh, the entrepreneur rule should not be rescinded so you can formulate your arguments and comment on the proposed rules. The deadline for the comments uh, is really going to be, I believe, June 28th. So you have a little time. Um, But in the meantime, one of the things the rule says is that the EB-5 program is likely something that startup um, entrepreneurs can use. And you'll read in my book why that is not the right path for the modern day entrepreneur. However, EB-5 is a hot topic in our South Asian community um, right this moment because the H-1B backlog um, is uh, is something that is compounding our problems. And, um, you know, we have somebody right here actually joining us on the show today who will talk a little bit about EB-5s in our local area. Um, we have a special guest. His name is Pete Chase. He is the CEO of Columbia International Finance. And Pete Chase brings international capital to economic development projects in Washington state. Economic development in his home state is a passion for Mr. Chase with the company's goal to support the funding needs of job-producing endeavors. The former co-founder and CEO of Purcell Systems, Mr. Chase launched Purcell Systems in 2000 as the supplier of integrated telecommunication enclosures and oversaw its growth to a profitable global operation with annual um, revenue of $140 million and 170 employees. 
Pete Chase earned the 2006 Entrepreneur of the Year Award from Ernest & Young for achievement in the communications industry. And you can learn a lot more about him and his amazing achievements on his website. Pete, are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Hello, how are you? Very much. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, of course. It's so wonderful to have you here. And, you know, it's such a good time to have you on the show because H4EAD is something that is um, causing a lot of anxiety in our community, in the South Asian community, is on the chopping block. We expect it to be rescinded sometime in June. Many other paths for green cards are being, um, uh, obstacles are being put in their way. And EB5 suddenly is a very um, hot topic in the South Asian community. So, I'm so glad that you are here right in Washington State. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you in Washington State? I currently live over in Spokane, uh, what I would call the uh, hub of the Inland Empire. <laughs> As a, uh, uh, and that's where Purcell Systems was located, although we were an international company and uh, did business all over the world. Wow, what great achievement. So how did you um, come to know about the EB-5 world? Well, um, luckily, when the company sold back uh, a few years ago, I was looking, at, you know, to do something else. And something that was very interesting to me from my time at the Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year program, uh, where I had won the award, but I was also a judge for several years, was that um, many, I think 40% of the people who made it to Entrepreneur of the Year uh, program throughout the United States were immigrants to this country. And it, that was just a fascinating um, number for me to, to realize and then to combine that with the difficulty that uh, immigrant entrepreneurs have in, in going down that path, uh, with the first being just to attain their visa, was something that really interested me and I had the opportunity to do something new and that's what led me to EB-5. That's fantastic. So you have a regional center, you're an owner of a regional center, and it's called Columbia International Finance. So, you know, as you know, and a lot of our listeners likely know, there are hundreds of regional centers around the country. Um, tell us a little bit about yours, and, you know, for our local people, why, why yours is important. Well, um, yeah, I, I have the regional center, and it's licensed uh, for projects in Washington State. It is what I would call an independent regional center. So we have no connection uh, whatsoever with the developer of the projects that we uh, bring money to, and that, that's a very important point. We act uh, really solely in the interests of the uh, investors um, who are coming into the country. So the projects we have currently right now are in Seattle. We were lucky to develop a relationship with a man by the name of Martin Selig, who he himself is an immigrant. He came here um, at just at, during World War II to escape Nazi Germany. His parents brought him over, and he's a true American success story. Where he, um, I think, he bought his first building in 1982, and and now really is, is responsible for about a third of the downtown skyline. So our project currently that we're raising money for is the new WeWork um, commercial building in Belltown. And it's a project that is um, very well funded. The EB-5 amount represents about 17% of the capital. But it's a very exciting project that's currently under construction, and, um, and that's what our focus is right now. That's fantastic. So, you know, a lot of the regional centers that exist, often um, the investors don't get to meet the owners directly. If any of our listeners are actually interested, how can they contact you, and would you meet them in person? Uh, yeah, definitely uh, have met many investors over in Seattle to show them the project site and even have them meet Mr. Selig, which is which is very interesting. Uh, it just is, is a, 
contact me through our website at www.cifwa.com, and you'll see information on the projects and all of our contact information. So can I, I'm going to repeat that. It's www.c for cat, f for fish, i for ink, wa for Washington, dot com, c-f-i-wa dot com, correct? Uh, no, it's uh, C-I-F- C-I-F- yeah, Columbia International <laughs> Finance, uh, com. That's fantastic. Now, um, so those of you who've just tuned in, this is Pete Chase, our guest today, who's the CEO of Columbia International Finance, a regional center right here in Washington State, and he's joined us kindly to tell us a little bit more about the EB-5 program that he is a part of. And uh, all of the, uh, you who are new to the EB-5 program or just listening uh, about it, it's a path to getting a green card where you will invest $500,000 um, and you will essentially get a green card for two years. Two years later, you have to show um, jobs that have been created through the investment, uh, and that's 10 jobs, and uh, you will get a permanent green card. And with our South Asian community, particularly those who are born in India, the backlog is, is you know, so dire. And and with the current administration's uncertainty uh, that they are putting in place, uh, a lot of people in our South Asian community are gravitating towards this visa program. Now, Pete, you have seen a huge increase in, um, in the EB-5 program and your particular regional center from the South Asian community. Tell us a little bit about what you've noticed. Well, we've had some direct investors from um, India and also several that are interested from uh, Vietnam and Malaysia. Um, and so it's been interesting hearing their stories. It's also been interesting to um, kind of be a fly on the wall in some of these group chats discussing H-1B visa uh, complications and and the potential move to EB-5. So it's just interesting to hear everyone's perspective. Um, I think that the H-1B situation is absolutely tragic. Um, and if there's anything, you know, if BB-5 is right for some of them to come over and, and invest in our project and find a faster way to basically realize their dreams, then we'd be very interested in speaking to you. Now, you had mentioned you didn't realize this backlog um, that people talk about. Tell us, tell us how this sort of dawned on you um, that the, 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 you know, Indian community has this suffering, so to speak. Well, I mean, you just read all the news articles about the, uh, you know, the very um, shaky situation with H-1Bs, uh, with um, spouses' abilities to work, um, the, the eventual possibility of migrating from an H-1B to a, uh, a different, more permanent visa is, it sounds like it's just decades out there. And, you know, you hear all of these terrible stories, and um, the, the couple who have invested in our project, you know, they have been here for seven to ten years, uh, they own their own homes, they, have, they pay taxes, and they're just excellent citizens, and, but their chance of ever really getting to be a permanent resident was out of the picture. And so they, uh, in combination with, uh, I think, borrowing on their home mortgages and getting some money from uh, family members offshore, were able to make the investment amount of 500000 and it, it appears as though they will get permanent residency probably in about four years. That's fantastic. You know, um, it's uh, if our listeners wanted to speak with you, uh, how can they get hold of you? Uh, they can contact me at um, Pete at CIFWA.com. My number is 509-951-1107. 
um, or they could certainly contact uh, our director of project manager, Scott Chesney, as well at the same website. So I'm going to repeat those. It's Pete, P-E-T-E, at C-I-F-W-A dot com. That's Pete at C-I-F-W-A dot com. And you can um, reach Scott Chesney, who's, um, what's his title again? He's Director of Project Management. Director of Project Management. And he can be contacted at the same email address. And uh, if you wanted to call Pete directly, you can reach him at 509-951-1107. 509-951-1107. Now, you are holding a lot of educational events, uh, I have seen, and you have something coming up in the near future. Tell us uh, a little bit about that. Yes. Um, on May 31st, uh, which I believe is a Thursday night, we're going to be hosting a webinar on Facebook Live, and by you can get information on this by looking at our website. It goes from 5.30 to 7 p.m., and it will, the focus of it really is getting the latest information on H-1B and EB-5 processing times, upcoming rule changes, everything really having to do with the immigration element um, that many people are facing right now. And I, I mentioned these group chats and other information that I've received from people from South Asia, and there's a lot of information, there's a lot of misinformation. So there's this webinar's purpose is to clear up um, those element, those points, and to have people be able to ask directly uh, questions uh, pertaining to both visa types. That's great. Now, um, is there a cost to signing up? Uh, no, not at all. Um, you know, we're hosting this as a webinar because I think you know, you're asking, in the case of se seminars, where you need to actually show up and and, uh, and leave, it's, it's just very difficult for people. They work hard all day, and, you know, meanwhile, this, this issue is weighing heavily on their minds. So we thought that, um, you know, hosting something on Facebook Live where they could just log in their questions would be the most convenient. So how would they register for this? I'm sorry? How do they register for this webinar? Uh, there's there's no registration. You just go ahead and uh, and it will show you how to get in through Facebook Live, and uh, it's it's open to everyone. So how how do they where do they go? Is there a website for it, or is there a link? What what's where do they go to find out more information? Yes, on our website you will see a link that will allow you to join the webinar on Facebook Live, and uh, once you hit that link, you're in. You can also, if you want to, uh, submit uh, some questions ahead of time, um, but we will be taking questions during the course of the webinar as well. So essentially, listeners, if you are looking forward to this webinar, you will go to www.c for cat, i for ink, f for fish, wa.com, c-i-f-w-a.com. You will find a link to the webinar that's coming up on March 31st, which starts at 5.30 p.m. until 7 p.m. You are welcome to send questions in advance to Pete at cifwa.com. And you can also ask questions live during the during the webinar. Um, and in, at, in this webinar, Pete will be discussing, and he will have a couple of lawyers, I'm very, very honored to be part of it, um, to talk about the processes of, of the EB-5, but the current rules that are pending and forthcoming and all the hindrances that are going on with the current system. Um, but t tell us, Pete, will you be talking a little bit more about the projects as well? 
Um, yeah, we definitely will ask, uh, answer questions regarding the project. Um, you know, I think, it, I think in this step, there are so many questions about the actual visa itself, the rules, upcoming changes, for instance, um, it's, it's likely that this amount, the investment amount of 500,000 will may, will go up sometime this year to potentially, they've talked about 800,000 or even a million. And that's a really difficult situation, I think, for most people. Uh, living domestically to be able to make that kind of investment. So things like that, I think, need to be uh, questioned first, and then I would be very happy to talk about the merits of why I, I think our project is the best in the country. Fantastic. And before I let you go, there's a word called exemplar, uh, and a lot of our listeners who are researching the B5 program might be familiar with. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. The exemplar approval is um, submitted to U.S. Citizenship and Immigration at the time you have your business plan and all of your documents in place, uh, along with the economic study that shows the number of jobs being created with the investment. And we have received our exemplar approval on that project, as well as the following projects that we're doing with Martin Selig. So where that's meaningful is when the um, investor places their money in the project and they file their uh, I-526 visa application. As far as anything pertaining to the project, it's pre-approved by USCIS. Wonderful. Well, Pete, thank you so much for joining us today. Listeners, that was Pete Chase, CEO of Columbia International Finance, a regional center right here in Washington State that can help you with some of your EB-5 questions and could be a potential vehicle. Uh, just to have to clarify that as an immigration lawyer, I cannot endorse any uh, regional centers, just so you have to do your own due diligence. But I am giving you information about somebody who's local and accessible and is happy to meet you in person. Pete, thank you so much much for joining us today. Hopefully, we will see you again on March 31st. Take care. Thank you very much. Yeah, Bye-bye. So, listeners, that was Pete Chase. Uh, March 31st, watch out for the webinar, register. Um, you can essentially um, uh, go to um, the uh, website, www.cif.com wa.com and register for the webinar for the EB5 it's going to be held at 5:30 p.m. to 7:30 sorry 7 p.m. through Facebook live link uh, there is no cost to this and you will have a lot of valuable information for free from two renowned lawyers um me and uh, uh, somebody else as well as Pete so you can learn everything that there is to learn about EB5 bring all your questions uh, and make sure that you uh, take away some information that could help you with your future. If you just tuned in, this is Tamina Talks Immigration on Radio Punjab, live from our studio in Seattle. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. There are only a couple of minutes left. I want to do a little recap of what your action items are. Um, remember that the H4 EAD rule is going to be um, uh, uh, rescinded sometime in June. Watch out for that. Sign up to our blog. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you can get news updates at www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. But you um, uh, you can also make sure that you understand uh, the international entrepreneur rule is um, going to is actually rescinded as of this morning. It is. Um, uh, basically published, it's going to be formally published on Tuesday, the 29th of May, and there is a 30-day 30 30, uh, deadline to send um, uh, comments in, and that those comments are due uh, basically with why, you know, whether you 
whichever you know way you feel about whether the the American economy should have a, a startup visa that um, called the International Entrepreneur Rule. Um, if you want more information, our website is www.watsonimmigrationlaw.com. It's on the blog, uh, all the information about it. And please, please buy my book on Amazon, The Startup Visa Key to Job Growth and Economic Prosperity in America. You can formulate your arguments, understand why the current system doesn't work, um, and then if you have any questions, you can always contact me. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is Tamina Talks Immigration on Radio Punjab. Remember, March 31st, uh, sorry, May 31st, um, May 31st, uh, Facebook Live with CFIWA.com. And I will be looking forward to speaking with you then. May 31st, 5.30 p.m., Facebook Live, CIFWA.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Tamina Talks Immigration on Radio Punjab. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye-bye.